Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everyone, to the Islanders Never Say Die podcast. I'm your host, TJ, and with me here, as always, is our NHL analyst and expert, the grumpy old man. They say there's no shame in his game because he's always the same. That's me. Grump, how are you? We have one day, our last day, until Islanders regular season hockey takes place and Islanders and the Islanders season's underway. How are you feeling, man? I'm I, I'm in a spot where I am the most, probably the most optimistic I'll be all year long probably will be today. Oh, okay. <laughs> most optimistic all year. So you're counting on a poor season then. Is that correct? Well, you know, hey, my thoughts of everything can still go well still lives, Grumpy. I mean, hey, maybe if we get starting off, maybe if we start off with a seven and three record or go seven and four to start, maybe I'm singing a different tune, but we've got a pretty tough schedule to start the year. So this may be the most optimistic we are all season long, Grumpy. Okay. Okay. I mean, uh, we're going to see. We're going to see. I know you have a lineup of things you want to talk about. I don't want to jump the gun. But here's the thing. I want to make sure because what happens with this podcast? What's one thing that people should do right away? Well, yeah, I, I don't know why you're taking control of this, Grumpy. I'll, I'll do I'll do, I'll do. do the reads. I'll do it, Grumpy. That's right. Grumpy, as he mentioned, this is a twice-a-week Islanders podcast for those of you who are new to the channel and new, you know, new to this podcast. And we invite you to stick around a while. We invite you to subscribe on YouTube, to like on Facebook, and to follow on Twitter. Um, again, that's where you can go ahead and find this this podcast that comes out every single Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and every Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Not so this Saturday, we, though. Not this that's, Saturday. That's that's correct, Grumpy. We're not. I'm glad you reminded me. We are, we're not going to have a podcast this Saturday. Dun dun dun. So. We won't have a chance to talk about the Islanders' first game on Thursday. We won't. We will have to. We'll have to save that up for next Wednesday. That's going to be odd. So, yes, for those but of you, they who should know, also they should hit the like button and the subscribe button, right? 
Yes, of course they should, Grumpy. They should hit the like button. They should subscribe. The like button apparently helps the algorithm. I don't know. I, that's what I've been told. That's what people tell me. So, you know, you got to hit the like button. Apparently it helps the algorithm. Also, we have another podcast where it's in all sports podcast that takes place every single Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and every single Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time called TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. It can be found in the link in the description below, or it can be found as a featured page here on our YouTube channel. You could say, TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. We talk all things sports on that show. NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, European football, college football, anything and everything athletics we talk about on that show. So if you if you enjoy the content we put out here, you might I won't actually say not, I'm going to say more strongly. It's not you might enjoy the TJ and the Grumpy Old Man show. I guarantee you'll enjoy the TJ and the Grumpy Old Man show. So make sure to either check it out in the link in the description below or to make sure to check it out here as a featured page on our YouTube channel. Unless we don't get our uh, stream taken down for excessive violence. Yeah, we've had that before. Well, not even that. Sometimes we've had it. We've had it taken down for all different things before. Grumpy, <laughs> excessive violence, or we've had it age restricted for excessive violence before. So, um, it's not even that violent. It's just fan fights, and uh, I'm pretty sure there were just love taps across the way. So it couldn't have been anything too crazy. Okay. Oh man. Yes. That being said, Grumpy, tomorrow. NHL action for the Islanders returns back for the first regular season game. Um, you know, I, there's a few things I want to talk about now. There is a pump-up video that was released on Twitter. And I, I I did the favor of not watching it yet. And for those of you who are listening only in the audio capacity, I'm sorry to say this this portion might not be as enthralling for you, but for the for the viewers of the show and people on the live stream, I feel like you'll enjoy this portion too. But there is there was a there was a pump up video, Grumpy. I haven't watched it yet, but I know it's getting a lot of hype on Twitter. So I figured we could do something and watch it together. Wouldn't that be oh, neat? Okay, I haven't seen it either, so I would. New for both you and me, Grumpy. Okay. It's supposed to get us Islander fans pumped up for the upcoming season, Grumpy. Do they, have like, a, do they have like a voiceover with you know Morgan Freeman or you know the you know some big no. actor speaking over be an Islander fan or whatever? <laughs> who the hell? Who is that? Who whose voice are you trying to imitate right there, Grumpy? Michael Myers. I don't know. Oh my gosh. No, I, I literally, I literally watched the first five seconds of this and I said, hope I'm hitting pause. I want to have the same reaction as you do watching this to see if I get pumped up, if I'm amped up and ready to go for the season or not grumpy. If that sways, sways the momentum going into the year. If all the Islanders, all the current members of the roster watch this and get amped up to play a full 82 game season. But without further ado, Little journey. I was about to say. What? <laughs> bye bye, Barry. <laughs> departing from the organization and Lane Lambert taking over as the head coach. You hire a guy who has so much time and experience with Barry, is it going to be any different? Last year, Con 
an anomaly, right? They had their 13-game road trip to start the season. Where do you put them this year? I think they're going to be right back to what they were in for. The team in place is good enough to be better than they were last year. They should be much, much better than they were last year. The New York Islanders are poised to make a jump back in the playoffs. Evaluation on this roster, I think, is that last year wasn't who they are. I think this is a playoffs caliber team that can put something together. Alexander Romanov is the New York Islanders. Islanders did it. So the Islanders have re-signed Matthew Barzell. Matthew Barzell is the marketing player for the New York Packers. Why the fuck was Bailey in there at the end? And Akoso. Oh, it's, it's like, you, you, you put the 50 up there. You put the 50 for 50 years, which I'm like, okay, there should have probably been more of that. Why the frick is Akposo and Bailey the two players you want to put oh, up hold, there? Hold on, hold on. Okay. Isles Territory makes this video. And I thought it's dude, it is that's a fantastic video. It's a great edit. Grumpy, I don't know what you think. Oh. I know you're gonna be angry that Bailey was at the end. Bailey, Bailey, Bailey. I get it, I okay. get it. But man, that was a great edit. That okay. was a fantastic edit. You know, one thing I thought was, the, is Journey aware that they're using that song? Who cares? Well, it's, well, it's, well, it's, well because we've had things taken down for like that before. No, no, no. Okay, okay. You have no fucking idea what the hell you're talking about right now. All they do is they cop. All they do is they copyright things. But it doesn't matter. Okay. Did you like the video? Jesus Christ! It's like pulling fucking teeth with this guy. It's like pulling teeth. He was pulling teeth with you this morning, or this before the show too, Grumpy. Well, I God. thought this was. I thought this was a New York Islanders produced hype video. It's produced by Isles Territory, Grumpy. Okay, so it's not the New York Islanders producing this. Can I say? So no SAS New it's, York Islanders not, organization SAS Isles Territory, Grumpy. Is th is was this? What languages? I don't know how to use speak Spanish, but I'll try my best. It's the Isles Territory. It's a Twitter page, Facebook, or Facebook, YouTube. I'm sure you're able to find them. Isles, okay, Isles so Territory. It's, okay, so it's yeah. Then then it's fine. I thought. <laughs> what I thought. Fine. I was expecting when you're saying a hype video, I'm expecting something from the organization putting out something to hype it up, and that's why I'm like, why are they? Why is Barry Trotz even on there? I mean, in black and white, I'm like, I was I confused. It. Now it makes sense. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I that's <laughs> I was looking at it through the lens. I was looking at it through the lens of the New York Islanders organization has released this video on their website. This is the hype video. Uh, that's right. That's okay, right. When the hell did they ever say that? I said it's a hype video. I said New York we're going out on social media. 
I probably was, should have said at the beginning this was done by Isles Territory, but I loved it, man. I love that. Okay, it was all right. <laughs> the first I it was like really I said, well done, man. I thought it was really well done. I came at it from a totally different perspective than you. I thought it was the Islanders themselves, the team releasing oh. this video, and I'm like, man, why is Trots on there? Why are they using Journey? Because so I know all that. You, so you couldn't you couldn't just take yourself away from things because the Islanders have. Yeah. A, um, yeah. they've got a little bit of a, a a hype video as well that was released today. The so, Islanders have one also. Correct. That's the one I want to see. This is just a fan one, right? Yeah, and I thought it was really well done. I saw okay. the first five seconds and said, "Ooh, this could be good." I, like I said, I miss must have misrep I misunderstood what you were saying. I thought it was a team released video, and it wasn't. So I'm looking at it in a totally different lens. Okay. And so I was confused. I screwed the freaking pooch, and I wasn't accurate enough about who released the video, but I'll say it for the, the 17,000th time. Isles Territory came out with that video. Maybe if I saw it again, I'd have a greater appreciation for it. But I, you I'm know what? Like, that's a homework assignment I'm giving you, Grumpy. I'm not making everybody sit through that again. No, I'm not saying everyone should. Time. I just think, once again, you were not clear with or maybe i just heard you wrong i thought you said it was the islanders hype video i thought it's what you said so i'm it's like hype video I'm on the new york Islanders. i'm like and i'm looking at the 50 years i'm like okay that's cool probably should have had a little bit more of that or and then the barzal thing which it was at the end it's like man this was going to only be like less than two minutes then thank god barzal resigned they put that in there uh and then they show the 50 and i'm like okay where is you know pictures of gillies bossy nystrom trottier Bailey and Ocposo. That's an epic fail. So, you know, whatever. I whatever. guess, I guess, I guess if this was a peer reviewed paper, I failed because I didn't come out there at the beginning when I was right. I just cited it at the bottom. I didn't say, and then I took this quote from Isles Territory. Yeah, it was good. I liked the video. For a fan done one grumpy, I freaking enjoyed yeah, it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. But see, you weren't clear on that. So I'm looking at it like it's we're battling this semantics bullshit of but this. No, it's hockey tomorrow. We're battling these semantics. It's not semantics. You wanted this hype video oh, my that you God. hadn't seen yet. You said Correct. you hadn't seen it. Correct. So I'm like, okay. I saw five seconds of it. You saw five seconds. Okay. And I like the first five seconds. I'm like, this is gonna okay. be good. I was just like I said, I was baffled. I was like, okay, like Barry Trotz was like <laughs> the dark times. You know, so I was black and white. And then yeah. you know, that, when you saw that, was that not like, oh, why are the I'm New like, York Islanders organization doing this? You didn't think you didn't take one second to pause and say, this can't be the Islanders organization. No, that's why I was thinking that. I'm like, why would the Islanders do something like this? And I refrained from saying anything until Bailey came on. Okay. I'm like, why the hell is Bailey on there for 50th year? That piece of shit should never be on. Okay, that that video gets an F for hype because Bailey was on it. Oh, everything else is good, but Bailey was on. Here's the thing: this video has more views than the Islanders video as of right now. The Islanders I'm not surprised that. video. I want to see the Islanders one. Okay. Can we Sorry, watch the so Islanders one? For those, for those tuning into the show, usually we don't show hype videos or anything like that. I could show you the Islanders one, sure, Grumpy. How long is that? It's a minute and 15 seconds. And then we can go into the jump into the podcast again. Okay. All right. We're changing things up, I guess, today. I, I hope this is not a harbinger of what the season is going to look like for the Islanders because it's going to be disjointed. It's going to be <laughs> it's going to be in a situation where we're freaking running around with a chicken with our head cut off and a lot of pointing fingers. So I hope this is not 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 a harbinger to come for the Islanders season. It really doesn't seem that long ago. October 7th, 1972. I like this one better already. Stepped onto the ice. 
guys. And whatever personal success you have, well, that comes along with the team success. The people of Long Island have really been tremendous. The Islander fans are a step above anyone else. Let's go, we're going to win it, baby! The history is rich in this organization. It's a really special place to be. It's a special place to live here on the island. You know, our fans are the best in the NHL. Average. we got a loyal fan base, passionate fan base. Patty B! Your passion for the team. That guy. It's just like one big family. I feel like everyone's kind of got each other's backs. I'll be honest. I'm underwhelmed by that. Uh, I thought that was infinitely better. The music wasn't as good. The music wasn't as good. The music plays a part in this, Grumpy. Okay. Well, here's the thing. The other ones stole a copyrighted song to put over the top. Oh, Jesus that's what, Christ. That's why Get I said to the first one, like, horse. man, I, was, I would have been surprised that the Islanders would have come off the hip to pay Journey residuals for that. Other than that, the, the second video, the one by the Islanders with <laughs> celebrating, celebrating the 50 years of the organization. And you want to know who wasn't in that video? Ooh. Josh freaking Bailey. Oh, God. He was not okay. part of it. That made okay. it automatically better. Anders Lee brought it down a little bit, but seeing I, I like the second one way better. I wish the music would have been a little bit more upbeat, but seeing the fans go crazy, that's a hype video. The second, the first one, I don't know. Okay. Here's the thing. Hey, the let me tell you something. The fan, they don't give two fucks about the fans. What do you get? I, 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 come on. I here's told the thing. Don't t- oh Jesus! Here's the thing. That's what we have to focus to, not the history of the Islanders, but the fans. That's well, what we're focused on. Well, is I it mean, because we're not selling season tickets out of those five thousand golden pucks? I see about a million of them listed on eBay. Here you go, season ticket holder for the fiftieth year anniversary, and everybody's selling them on eBay all over the place already. All I'm going to say is we had the nice snippets of Mike Bossy talking, Brian Trottier talking about the fans, about Long Island. I thought it was. Excellent. The second was excellent. Right from the beginning, they're showing you they're celebrating their 50th year. That's what it should have been about. Not, oh, Barry Trotz in black and white. Ooh. I thought I was going to told the story of the offseason. Barry Trotz gone. New head coach. Lots of questions. Are we going to have – they're answering this. They're asking and posing the same questions that pundits and us have asked all offseason long. I thought was more applicable. Better offseason video, the first one. The second one, stick it with us on Don't Show. No, the second one, the video was much better. The music was better on the first one because Journey right now was more popular than Rachmaninoff or whoever that was. Who was you know, whatever they were playing, that classical type thing. Uh, not as popular as Journey at this point in time. So maybe if they would have had the, uh, you know, Mannheim Steam, or the Trans-Siberian Orchestra uh, up there or Mannheim Steamroller, have them do some music, you know, with that. That would have been better. But of course, you would have to pay for that. Okay. I hope you understand. For those of you who are new to the show, welcome. This is TJ and Grumpy Old Man's media breakdown of the week. Because who would have ever figured we'd be sharing our taste on 
pre-hype videos, man, if that doesn't tell you what the off-seasons looked like, I don't know what does. But, uh, you know, rosters, I, I think, are pretty much solidified. Cal Clutterbuck still a little banged up. It looks like he probably will not be starting opening night. Uh, Mayfield, they anticipate to be healthy, ready to go. Um, Shushkin, how do you pronounce his name? Shushkin? What, what is it? Shushkin. Shushkin. Well, we're not going to see much of him this year, but. Too bad because he was one. Uh, okay. I saw the lineups. I, I saw who made the team, and there was not one surprise. Not one. And for me, okay, what does it say? What does it say? What surprise were you expecting? I was expecting to say, okay, here, this is our lines. Um, and these are this is who's going to play. I just I just have a feeling we're going to see same old same old, and that's disappointing. I don't think is good enough. I'm I want to see what the open, what Shushnikov Shushnikov that's his name. I yeah. couldn't remember his name without. Like I said, you 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 butchered his name so bad. Shushkin so bad that <laughs> I lost my bearings. That's how bad you screwed up his name. I'm like Nishushkin. Okay, whatever. You you butchered his name. You didn't know not only butcher the front, you butchered the back too. Why don't you just say Smith Smithson? Why don't you just say that? What's his first name? Who cares? I was about to say, I was gonna say first name and last Isn't name. Dimitri? S. Isn't it Dimitri? Dimitri S. <laughs> Dimitri S. <laughs> That'd be a little easier for me. Um, goodness gracious. So you know, when you look at the lineup, it's not a shock. We talked we talked about this three weeks ago. That Parise was gonna be on the first line left wing with Matt Barzal. Bottom oh, six winger gonna be on the first line wing with Matt Barzal. We talked about it. Oh, you're crazy. I can't believe you spent an entire two hour and a two and hour, two and a half hour long podcast talking about Zach Parise gonna play the first line. That's don't even worry about that. Well, Zach Parise gonna be the first line left and wing. And he's not up to he will not be up to the task. Just from what I saw in the preseason, no. He's not the same player he was last year. He's too slow. Too, and Paul Mary's another one. He's drag ass. Not, they're devils. They're former devils. They're losers. They're losers. They played for the devils. Therefore, they are losers. Sorry. F minus and Mr. 38. 38 special up on the front line. But when, when we have players return. When we have players return back healthy, right? That's that's the big thing, right? Because Lee, uh, you know, when Lee's in the lineup, when Clutterbuck's in the lineup, you're going to have uh, your uh, Shushnikov will not be in the lineup. You know, he's filling that Cal Clutterbuck spot, as those you could see, right? Martin, Sezikis, and Shushnikov. It's just going to be Cal Clutterbuck replacing Shushnikov, and 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 Shushnikov disappears into the sunset. Okay, what has Matt Martin shown? That means he should be on the ice opening night. Absolutely nothing. Okay, that's 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 my that's my issue, and that's my problem. Okay, are we going to make it one of those type of podcasts today? Is that is that we're going to do? Because right, I I wanted to talk today a little bit about how things could go very well for the Islanders this season, how things can end up positively for us, and how things right to to wrap up the entire trek of an off season that we've had into the first regular season game. I know Grumpy gets upset when I still say, "Hey, the off season of the podcast." He's going to get upset. He's going to shake his head. Whatever. That being said, to wrap up this this off season 
podcast, I guess the last one, you know, I want to talk about how things could be good for us, how things can go poor for us. I'm going to tell you how things could go good. Matt Martin's not in the starting lineup. Anders Lee's not in the starting lineup. That's how the season can, that's how we can make improvements. If you're going to roll out the same guys, you're not going to have improvements. Who are the guys who look the best? And I'm going to throw Oliver Wallstrom should absolutely not be on the night of the ice opening night. Why? Uh, uh, explain to me how you think the team is going to be better rolling out the same cast of characters, Barzal with 38 special and the F minus on the first line. Nelson with Bavillier, who's like, meh. I mean, you know, Lee's going to play, even though he's looked terrible in preseason. Bailey's looked good. Bellows has looked great. Pajot has looked okay. Sezikis, okay. Martin, freaking abysmal. Shishnikov absolutely should be playing. So tell me how, if you want to know how I think we could be better, is if Shushnikov and Bellows are in the opening night lineup and some of the fat cats, some of the guys who aren't any good anymore, are sitting their butts on the bench. That's how we can get off to a fast start. If you want to just roll out the same old, same old song and dance, my friend, I don't see how you're expecting anything different. Okay. You got a lot to unpack there, Grumpy, that you just said. That being, you know, taking that into account. Who should play the players who are performing the best in preseason? I don't disagree with that, right? I think it's important to mention off the top. Shishnikov played well. He should be playing until he proves to you or shows you that I don't belong in this spot, right? No. You cannot continue to let players that are well past their peak, players that are beyond finished, rest on prior performances and say that's the reason why they need to be in the lineup. Matt Martin, what realistically does Matt Martin offer you in a night-in, night-out basis, right? I think he needs some element of toughness to the lineup. There's no doubt about it. I'd rather have Ross Johnston than Matt Martin in the lineup, to be quite frank, at this point in his career. Cal Clutterbuck, he's a gritty guy who kills penalties. He kills penalties, but man, oh man, how much does he have left in the tank? He occasionally provides a great wrister for a goal. Those, you know, those off-body shots where he'll, he'll faint the wrong way and he'll put it in. I mean, he he offers service, but I'm like, we've got a lot of guys who are bottom six forwards. In my opinion is, when you have a lot of guys that are similar or near the same talent level, buddy, all season long, it is a competition. It's a dogfight for the starting ice time. It is a dogfight for ice time out there. Whoever's performing the best is who we're rolling with. And that's how we're going to keep you fresh, right? You're not looking good in practice. You're playing like shit on the ice the last two games in a row. Gotcha. Cal Clutterbuck's coming in. Cal Clutterbuck's looking like he's dragging ass because he just played 15 games in a row. And it looks like uh, we're not seeing the same exact energy and compete level. Well, you're going to get a night off or two. That's what we need to start seeing. The only thing I disagree with that that is it's not where Shushenhoff will should play until he proves he can't. No, it's the guys who aren't aren't up to snuff proving that they are better than him. Not where he has to be better than them. They have to prove they're better than he is because he should be in the starting lineup. Kiefer Bellow should be in the starting lineup. Guess what? If Josh Bailey all of a sudden plays like dog shit, like Josh Bailey of many, many years now, he sits. And here's the thing. What did I say right up top? He has proven so far he deserves to be in the starting lineup. I Why? Think so. Yeah. Why? Because his job was threatened. He he's the epitome of I'm just going to coast by because I've been here forever and ever. All of a sudden he sees his job threatened a little bit. He picks his play up. Great. That's what the, that's how the whole team should be. And it's not like well until Shushnikov or Bellows 
prove they can't do the job. Nah, nah, nah. How about the guys like Matt Martin and Anders Lee and whoever prove that they deserve to be in the lineup? Not that somebody else has to prove they can't be. They have to prove that they can be in the lineup, Matt Martin in particular. I'm expecting what I liked what I saw about Josh Bailey in preseason too. I yeah. think playing on the third line, playing a diminished role, I liked what I saw from him. And that's great, right? We can argue he gets overpaid. That there's no, I don't think there's really any debate that he gets paid an adequate rage for the, for the results he puts on the ice. But him playing on a third line, I like that. I think I, it allows him to kind of focus on different items as well. I agree. Less of Josh Bailey is a good thing. I agree with that. Oh, Kiefer okay. Bellows, Kiefer, you can argue that Kiefer Bellows, Matt Barzell was really good too in preseason yes, when he, he played. Um, I'm going to argue Kiefer Bellows is probably second best forward or third. Shushnikov was right up there too. Is it? I can't even pronounce his name. Sashnikov, Soshnikov. I don't know. Wait, just, I got to figure out this guy's it's first like, name. We're just going to call him. I feel, I feel like Shush. Butch Boring. <laughs> Shushnikov. Shush. I'm just going to call him Nikita S. Nikita S had a really good. <laughs> a really good preseason. His um, name is Nikita or Nikita. Dimitri? Nikita. Just call him Shushnikov. Nikita! Nikita S. Anyway, okay. um, Sashnikov, um, he's played well, and I hope I hope they, they give him a chance, right? I know Kyle Clutterbuck's still on the mend. He's recovering. If they really needed him to play, he could. It's a long season. Give him the first five or six games. I want to see if Sashnikov has got you know what I mean? Over an extended stretch. Doesn't it make you wonder why we re-signed Cal Clutterback Buck for a two-year extension for a guy who's been oft injured the last few years and we feel necessary to sign a 34-year-old fourth liner to a multi-year contract? I just, again, it just it's nonsensical. And then you put 38 special on the first line. No. Uh that so, band yeah. is broke up. That band is disbanded. We're the only team that feels like we have to re-sign back our fourth our fourth liners in their mid-30s to multi-year extensions. We're the only team that feels the necess- the, the, the need to do that, necessity to do that. Okay. So you know, it's it's not it's not something you see replicated amongst the majority of the league. And people say, Well, how much fourth line production do they get in a postseason? Nothing to make the freaking postseason in order to talk about postseason production. Okay. Fourth liners are fourth liners for a reason. They get 10 minutes a night, they're an energy line. Guess what? When you're in your 30s, you don't have the energy you had. Believe me, as somebody who's well old, older than 30, you don't have the energy you had when you're in your 20s. You just don't. Sorry. So, Grumpy, at your age, how much energy do you have compared to your 30s? Probably more than Martin at this stage. Oh, good gracious. And Clutterbuck, for <laughs> certain. Oh. Think about how many. Clutterbuck has been out a lot the last two years. He has missed some time. And you double down on, on uh, you know, the least available player? I, I don't get it. He bring in Shushnikov, right? Looked great. Kids got wheels. Probably, I want to say he's probably the f- second fastest skating forward on our team. That's another thing, too, that I like about it. He's a fast skater. He's a guy who's not afraid to go to the dirty areas. He provides a little bit of a scoring touch. He can kill penalties. He's a versatile player. That's why a guy like that... A team that is bereft of speed finds a guy in a bottom six role who could skate, who can kill penalties, and offers a little bit of uh, offers a little bit of offensive pop. That's a guy that can't. You cannot afford not to find a spot for that guy in the lineup. 
we need guys who are plus skaters on this team. Correct. We just do. I mean, yep. 38 he's special, 38 special looks like he's lost two or three steps. 38 special was kind of keeping up with the group last year. I ain't seen it so far. Maybe you'll pick it. Maybe 38 special at his age is going to show a little something extra come regular season. I doubt it. Did you, he, did you tell us who the 38 special is earlier? Did you let us know what that is? Who's Zach the 38 special? He's 38 special. Ah, why is he 38 special, Grumpy? He's 38 years old, and the, the band 38 special, like they're a good summertime band. Maybe that's when he's good as in the summer. He's been – Matt Barzell's the greatest. He's been kissing ass the whole offseason, so he'd get on that first line. You know what? Here's the thing. He was on the first line in Minnesota. As soon as they dropped him, he had a little hissy fit. They cut his ass from the team. He comes here. He starts kissing ass. He's back on the first line. He's been pigs. He's, he's uh, happier than a pig and shit right now. That's all I got to say. Back on the first line. But all I'm, I'm going to tell you what, though, he can't keep up with Barzal. And neither can Palmieri. Palmieri looks like Anders Lee on that line. Slow. Anytime we get a plus skater, like a, that's this team needs plus skaters. It's the way the NHL is. I know I keep hammering this point, but it doesn't change. I was watching a little game tonight. I'm watching Washington and Boston, right? Oh, Washington's done. Boston's done. I tell you what, they're not done. They're not done. I can tell you Boston's definitely not done. Jeremy Swayman's a freaking bona fide, legit number one goal. Olmark, Olmark is in net tonight. Linus Olmark is in net. I still like Jeremy Swayman. You know, I don't care who's playing in that. I think Swayman's the better goalie of the two. I think that they've got a – you talk about a, a really good 1A, 1B system. That's right up there with one of the best 1A, 1A, 1A 1B goalie systems in a league. Mm, okay. Who do you think is better? I think our team 1-2 is way better. Way better. Infinitely better. Do you think Do you think Varlamov is a better goalie than Jeremy Swayman? I don't think so. I think Varlamov is better. Ones, I think our 1's better. I don't think our 2's better than their 2. I think Varlamov is better than Olmark. Absolutely. Maybe you didn't know what Olmark did last year. Uh, I don't care. I have no faith in him in a big moment. <laughs> I'll take I'll take our duo over uh, Swayman, Swayman, and Omark. That's correct. No. no, I'm saying our number one Sorokin's much better than Boston's number one. I think their number two is better than our number two. They also have more of an even split. Think about it like this: Omar played 41 games last year, and I think Swayman played like 41 games last year. So it was almost an even split down the middle. Omar last year a 9.17 save percentage and a 2.45 goals against average. That's better than Varlamov has to offer. Sorry, I disagree. Hate to be the you think Varlamov at this stage in his career is better than Linus Olmark when he just yes. again a, a goalie who's well, how old Varlamov? 34 years old now. 35. 35 years old who took a step back last year who had who had a, a bad year. You think he's going to bounce back at 35? Goalies can bounce back later in their career, but you think he's still going up? Or do you think a guy who's like 28, 29, entering the prime of his goalie career like Olmark is probably a better option? I don't know. If you had the pick of your druthers, I'd pick Swayman out of, if, if I'm picking a number two goalie. Swayman's what, 24 <laughs> years old, 25 years old? Yeah, I like Jeremy Swayman. Absolutely. You said that Swayman is the starter. You said Swayman's the starter. They split time down the middle. They split time down the middle. I think Swayman had more postseason starts, but I don't know. We're getting into the semantics of things. We're getting okay. into the weeds. Here's the thing. The team obviously thinks that a 35-year-old Varlamov is better. You know how I know that? And you can have a bounce back here because they think 38 special can have a bounce back here and be on the first line. <laughs> I thought the name is going to stick. 38 special. 38 like special. That. 
38 special. Oh, man. So, you know, I, I will say this. If we were, you know, if we don't have to worry about copyright infringements like those other guys playing Journey, we could play some 38 special as a lead into this podcast. Oh, good gracious. Um, God almighty. I, I will tell you this here, Grumpy. I like 38. So let's, let, let, let's look at it like this. When Lee's Thanks. in the lineup, and let's say Cal Clutterbuck's in the lineup. Ugh. Do they uh, here? I think I think that it, the choice comes between Wallstrom or Bellows. Who do you see, think sits? See, that's my that's my whole. And I know that's the issue. That's the issue at hand. Trust me, I know. I understand. But that we all know, and we can look at that lineup and say, based off of the players who have been in and out, it's either going to be Wallstrom who gets a spot, or it's either going to be Bellows who gets a spot. You're not going to see both. They're not going to bench Bailey. They're not going to bench Cal Clutterbuck. They're not going to bench Paul Mary. They're not going to bench Zach Parise. They're not benching Anthony Bavilia. They're not benching Anders Lee. They're not. Be- Maybe they'll bench okay. Matt Martin, but okay. I would assume they're not going to bench Matt Martin. That's fine. That's a group that since the Lou Lamarillo came in under Trotz, AKA Lambert, they've been in the bottom third of the league in scoring every year. Bottom, so we're expecting that to improve by rolling out the same group older now, mostly in the 30s, and we expect them to improve. I'm saying that's if you want to know if we can be more successful, I think we need to get away from that paradigm. That's all I'm saying. If you want to keep on riding the old war horses who were just broken down, I don't see how we're going to improve enough to make up 16 points in the playoffs. Jeff Cambellini, I like this. He said, I see a lot of trots bashing, bashing on Twitter today. And I just want to say, those doing it need to get a clue. Do you think the Islanders are suddenly going to score in bunches because they put more of an emphasis on the Ozone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Again, another, I, I think he's I think he's correct there with that. I think with more more focus on the Ozone, right, we, we may see additional goals. I, I'm not expecting us to go from a team that's in the bottom half of the league in scoring to the top half of the league in scoring overnight. That's just not going to be the case. One other thing I noticed with the preseason, I think we should switch um, Pulak and Dobson sooner rather than later. Because I've been underwhelmed with what I've seen positionally from Romanov. I don't want to see him with Dobson. I think that's you're just asking for trouble. I'm let's glad we give up that 13th overall pick for that guy. Let's I mean, he's 22. He's still young. Okay. And he needs to learn the Islander system. Why not have him learn from a veteran? I, like I think four. Romanov will be fine. I really do. I'm just picking on you because everybody because I made such a that I made such a hyperbolic reaction when we traded that pick for him. Yeah, I mean, I like I said I'm fine with him but i'm just saying for what i've seen from him he gets out of way positionally to throw a big hit he'll pinch up at inopportune times i mean i i can't have that when dobson's his partner on the ice that's dobson's job is to be up i don't want to see romanov just from what i've seen of him so far being the guy rushing the puck up the ice if he's playing with dobson if he's playing with pulak okay i'd rather see Pelic and Dobson get 25 minutes a night, give 18 to the second pairing, and then whatever's left to uh, Mayfield and Sallow. And, of course, when you're playing uh, penalty kill, Mayfield's going to be out there. Second power play, Sallow should be out there, yes. Okay? So it kind of evens up the ice time. But so far, I've been a little underwhelmed positionally what I've seen from Romanov. That's all I'm saying. And I think that'll be a hindrance having him with Dobson at this particular point 
in this season. Mm. I and kind of not. not the, I, I kind of want to shift gears because I do think right. I'm all on board because I don't even think Pelik and Pulak have looked great at times. I think everybody on the defensive side looks a little rusty right now, and that's fine. It's going to happen. It's preseason, you know. Well, okay. Guess what? Guess who we play tomorrow night? And not a preseason game. Not a preseason game against a team that can really skate. I mean, if we lose forty-five to two tomorrow, what's what's the headline going to read? <laughs> oh, if we lose forty-five to two, it would go down as the worst loss ever recorded in NHL history. Wow. That's what that's what the title would be. I, you know, how long before you hear people screaming for trots if we have a bunch of bad oh, defensive shit. performances? Right. Oh man, that's a good point. How long? Like, these are funny little things to take little wagers on. Mm-hmm. How long? When do you think we start? When do we think we start seeing on social media? And online, I wish we had Barry Trotz as head coach. Mm-hmm. How long are you thinking? It's coming. And Barry had to go, right? The players had tuned him out. Yeah. They all seem, I mean, you listen to them now. If you kind of kind of listen through the, the subterfuge, they're all kind of glad he was gone. Sounded like he was at the end of time in Washington. Won a Stanley Cup. Nobody cared that he left. Nobody. Mm. I mean, we think Barry Trotz is a good coach, right? But eventually, you kind of got to shift gears a little bit, and it was time. I think you're going to see more than just a crazy person on Twitter, like one individual, like, I wish we had Barry Trotz back. I think we're going to start seeing people, a collective group of people start to say that around game 25. Okay. I think that's 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 the that's the latest. Not if we're 20, you know, four and one. That's not going to happen. Do you think we're going to be 24 and one? No, Holy but I'm shit. trying to be positive. Did those hype videos pump you up to where you're positive? The second one made me long for the good old days. The uh, first one made the dude. first one like was this an amateur film student over the, here? The first the first one was the first one. The first one was made for the demographic. People on Twitter usually are younger individuals, so they're made for younger people. When they they put it out for the boomers, they put that one on the Islanders side, Grumpy, for the Islanders Twitter, and it appealed to you, you little boomer. Okay, for in the what's the biggest news for the Islanders this year? Fiftieth anniversary. Hopefully, we can win games. When the first video showed fiftieth anniversary, and they show clips of, and I mean that was like maybe five seconds of a two-minute, fifteen-second video. Maybe five seconds was fiftieth anniversary, and I thought, ooh, ooh, interesting. Why we're not hyping that a little bit more? Fiftieth year, and they show Ocposo and. Freaking Bailey? Guess what? I don't know who did that. It must have been a two-year-old. They don't uh, know anybody beside before that time. That's all I have to I enjoyed, say. I enjoyed that. Figures. Two-year-old. Two-year-old figures. Is that what it is, Grumpy? I'm a two-year-old? Pretty much. Do you want to know what I love, though? We talk about <laughs> how how big, right? The selling point is the 50th anniversary, right? Do you want to, like, I, I went on last Can I just say one thing? Go ahead. We can spend an hour on just about one one silly little hype video. We've done almost an hour now. We're that good at doing that. That's what happens when you when you when you do an Islanders podcast and how they do nothing in the off season. You get a lot of practice making shit from Shinola. That's all I gotta say. Shit from Shinola. I'll tell you. So what I what I've been laughing at, Grumpy, is how many that. So they gave out for everybody who was a season ticket holder. They gave out a golden puck. 
I think they're kind of nice looking. They're kind of nice looking. I could never justify the price on those, but they gave out like, hey, for all the 5,000 season ticket holders, just take a look online. There's only 5,000 season ticket holders? Yeah, they gave out 5,000 of those pucks. Look at all these just selling on eBay. <laughs> Day one. Hey, the people are just receiving them in the mail still. Hey, we're listing them up. Okay. I don't want this damn collectible golden puck. I just am like, uh, it tells you a little bit about you know, like here's the thing. Mm. Maybe they want to get us, maybe they want to get a Shaq burger sandwich or something. They want to go ahead and buy a beer. They can't afford it. Now, is that is that like you know, 18 karat gold? Is it like really made like out of gold or is it just like gold plated or no? I think it's just paint? like it's just like a puck. Now, in their defense, let's say you've bought four season tickets. They given you about four of them? Yeah, I figured you would get four, right? How many golden pucks do you need? As many as you can get your grubby hands on all five thousand, Grumpy. I don't know how they established the price. I mean, are they selling those pucks also? No, 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 no. It's just it was just for the season ticket holders. Why would they not sell those pucks? They should they should sell those. They're not as valuable then. To who? To the to the people. It's not as valuable. Who gives a shit? They're selling them anyway. The Islanders should be selling those pucks in the concession stands. Absolutely, they should be. Hey, you want a box of popcorn? You get yourself a free Isles Golden 50th anniversary puck. Come and get one. You sell it for 50 bucks. I bet you there are people who would go to the game and buy it anyway. If it was 50 bucks, I'd buy one for 50 bucks. There you go. It's See? Cheap. Yeah. I mean, there you go. See, that's what I mean, they don't think. Getting, They're not thinking. Not thinking. They don't want to sell the fisherman jersey. They don't want to sell the golden pucks. What the hell? Obviously, they don't want to sell season tickets. There's nobody in the seats. Empty seats all the time. Why? I think they should maybe get like a golden ticket idea in subcapacity with the golden pucks. Everybody's getting ground. Everybody's getting a normal puck like that that just has 50 on it. But a few select few would get a golden puck that would give them free season tickets. Wouldn't that be fantastic? That's a lot of money. Well, it depends on if we're winning or not. Season tickets wouldn't be worth as much, you know. I mean, you get them for eight bucks. So, I mean, you know, that's okay. You know. You're quick. Tom V said had two season tickets, one gold puck. Oh, man, that would piss me off a bit. Well, <laughs> so, fi- so 5,000. Thanks to Tom V for letting me know. 5,000 of those were out there, and people had already got them up online, selling them on eBay. That's it's another blown marketing. It's it's a blown marketing opportunity for the Because they look, they look cool. They, they do look I, you know, it's, it's, I don't know what the cost or like for a unit price or something like that is. I can't imagine it being too expensive. Nope. You would have unbelievable profit margin. Why not continue to do something like that? Whatever. I, I saw it. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool looking. I bet you Josh Bailey and Andrews Lee probably got about 50 of them in their basement. They got, they gave a whole bunch of the players where it's like, you go take them home, send them to your friends. The cul-de-sac crew. Yeah, that's what they're sending out for Christmas gifts. Hey, you got a magic puck, gold puck. Let's 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 talk about this, Grumpy. Now, let's talk about how things could go right for the Islanders this year. We have talked a lot this offseason about what our expectations are. We are both in the camp of things will probably not go according to the Islanders' plan, or at least the organization's plan. I don't think that we're going to be a team that is in the playoff, we maybe might be on the outside looking in on the playoff picture, I think is a realistic way. I mean, if we make the playoffs, I would be, I wouldn't say shocked, but if we made the playoffs, I would be 
satisfied with the season based off of what we came in with. I'd be satisfied from I'd be satisfied from the production of the players in Lane Lambert's job as a head coach. I wouldn't be satisfied with the general manager, but I would be satisfied with the players' production on the ice, and I'd be satisfied with the head coach's job. Would you not agree, Grumpy? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. So, you know, I want to talk a little bit more about how things can go right for us this offseason, Grumpy. Okay, so we want to know how to start the season. What what do you think we need to do? No, 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 no. no. I'm not talking about giving us game breakdowns or anything like that. No, I'm not talking about game breakdowns. I'm just saying first thing that we have to do, I mean, right, we have a lot of games to start the season at home, right? Uh, You know, we start at home uh, quite a few games. Correct. Okay, we got to take advantage of that. I realize that um, UBS Arena is uh, not the same as the old barn at Nassau, not kind of the home ice advantage, but we have to kind of start building that particularly early. I think we have to we have to come out and show that we're a good home team, right? Cannot fall behind. We can't go the first week or two of the season and be six points out of first place. Can't happen. We got to keep up. Okay. No, no. Start fast. Let, let me rephrase it. I said how things can go well. So your pitch on how things could could work out for the Islanders to where they're in a playoff spot come the end of the season is we find home ice advantage. That's one of the keys to the season for you? Okay. I already told you what we needed to do to have a good season to start. Oh, you got to play Bellows and Shushnikov and have the best players play. The guys who proved it in the preseason should be starting. Okay, so a new, a new head coach, a new head coach may employ the best players play. Wouldn't that be a novel idea? He's a new head coach. I'm not going to judge him yet. We don't know just quite yet. Maybe Lane Lambert will give the best players the opportunities to succeed based off of the performance we saw in the preseason and based off of what we see in limited ice time and in practice. All I'll say is if Matt Martin plays any games, that's not true. He was probably the worst player on the ice. And somehow you watch opening night lineup, he's going to be on the ice. You watch. Undeserved. Undeserved. This is not Matt Martin from seven, eight years ago. It just isn't. I love how I'm I'm asking you to talk about how things go well, and you still need to say, Matt Martin shouldn't be in the lineup. If he is, that's a big mistake. Okay. I already told you. So the only two ways things can go things can go positively for us this year are if A, we develop home ice advantage, and B, we play the guys who are deserving. Those are the only two ways that we can make it into the postseason this year. We have to, we have to start fast. Have to start fast. If we don't start fast, we're not making the playoffs. We play a lot of games at home to start the season. If we don't start fast, if we go three, six, and one for the first 10 games, we're in trouble. I almost say to be a playoff team, you got in the first 10, you got to be better than 500 hockey. I would agree with that. And we, we're having some tough games in there. I mean, it's going to be difficult. We're not a favorite. We're not. We're the, a team on the outside looking in. We play a lot of tough teams. The only positive that could come from that is as teams are getting up to speed with the season, maybe we catch a few of them off guard. Maybe Man, isn't that a shitty way to think about how things could be positive? But <laughs> so you're trying to say the only way we could have a good season is if we catch teams on guard start the year. I said the first yeah. few games. I said the first few games. Here's the thing. I also think that some of the young. I think that Kiefer Bellows can surprise if given the opportunity. I think that a guy like Oliver Wallstrom, if again 
if everything we're seeing and reading is true, right? The first two games of the preseason were not impressive. But, you know, we could see Oliver Wallstrom, a guy that we all want to see take a step forward. Maybe he finally does. Maybe a guy like Anthony Bavillier, who I'd, I would say his preseason, preseason was nondescript. Maybe he, it's a, it's a make it or break it year for him, in my opinion. Maybe he steps up and answers the bell. And people also put this out here too, Grumpy, regarding, hey, what have we seen? People say Kyle Palmieri had one goal in his first 29 games, and Paris only had one goal in his first 33 games. It can't possibly be worse than that. We have to improve upon those numbers, right? I don't think so. They both suck. You got 38 special in the F minus. You earn names like that. Okay. So we're we're making <laughs> Okay, here's the thing. Zach Parise looks old. He looks like I thought he was going to look last year. That's what he looked like in preseason. Could not keep up. Palmieri, F minus. That's all you need to say about him. Okay, they got hot down the stretch, right? So let's say they score a couple more girls goals early and they tail off at the end. What's the difference? I'm not expecting 25 goal seasons out of these two guys. They're, think, your, first, they're your first line wingers. They should be putting up 25 in the season. Absolutely 25 goals yes. minimum. Minimum on your first line. That's not I I don't see that happening. I agree with that. You may have more goal production out of them at the beginning of the year. Who knows what the end of the year is going to look like because you're at Kyle Palmieri didn't play on the first line last year, and neither did and neither did Zach Parise. You're asking them to have expanded roles for guys that are in their thirties. How usually does that work for players that aren't you know Hall of Fame caliber guys or elite talent or elite talented players? It usually it doesn't. doesn't work very well. It doesn't. It doesn't. So, and here's the thing, Matt Barzal needs to score more than 15 goals this year. Yes. Well, that's that's my point, right? How can it go? If Matt Barzal steps his game up and the more and, and a different coach and a different voice in the room allows him to feel more comfortable offensively and he has more production, right? That's a way things could be positive for us. This is what I mean, Grumpy. Brainstorming and speaking about how things can be positive for us this year. Just I, so we cover everything and any we cover I everything. Said the positive for, for me. Kiefer Bellows plays every game. That's a positive for me because he brings bringing energy. He's bringing physicality. He has a goal scorer's touch. That kid needs to play every single night. He's not a kid where I'm saying, well, okay, he's going to play until he cools off. No, 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 no. He's shown that he deserves to play every night. Josh Bailey, so far, has shown he deserves to play every night. So, the other guys who haven't, Oliver Wallstrom is in that group right now. If he's not playing every single day on the island, you might as well send him down to Bridgeport and have him play every game. Wow. Holy shit. Grumpy in the, if he's not playing every night, send Oliver Wallstrom to Bridgeport group. What benefit is it for him to be Kiefer Bellowed like last year, play half the games, get, you know, nine minutes a night? No. He needs a regular shift. That's what he needs, a regular shift. And guys, and I'm going to say it again, even though it will never happen, never in a million years, Anders Lee's not producing, bench his ass and put somebody else out in. There's certain sacred cows on this team who are just not super productive. You want to be have a chance to be better? Best players play, period. Regardless of pedigree, 
best players play. Atu Ratu, based on preseason, should be playing on the opening night roster this year. He should be. He was not. That was disappointing to me. He proved in the preseason that he should have been up with the big team. Absolutely. One of the he was he and Bellows were probably outside of Barzell, the two best forwards on this team in preseason. And Shushnikov, when given a chance, was also really good. Those guys proved they should be playing in the opening night lineup. They should be playing every single night. Absolutely. That's how you turn a team over. That's how you say, okay, these guys are bringing life to the organization. You think Josh Bailey and Anders Lee are bringing life to this team? No, they're not. I think to answer back to my question, I think that simple things like now we no longer have Chara in green. Well, I know you go on for so long talking about shit. Here's the thing. Anytime, anytime I ask you to say, let's try to identify the way things get positive. I just told you. I just told you. You bring up one point and it's like, that's the only way anything can go positively this year. And you keep hammering the piss out of that one point, refusing to acknowledge any additional points, whether no, you're for it or no, you're against it. Anything else I bring up, like, here's the thing. I think things could be positive as well. I think on a defensive end, things will be better for us. Without Char and Green, I think we could expect better defensive performance out of our team and our unit. I think that could bode well for us this season. Okay. I'm going to say it again. I've already talked about that point as well, but you just don't want to hear. If he plays the right player, if he he plays the right player and puts Pulak and switches Pulak with Romanoff, then we'll be able to have better defensive performance. That's right. See, here's the thing. I have to repeat it to you because that little brain of yours is not absorbing the information. Here's the thing. Even, Even if they don't do that, and when Romanoff finds his way and finds his continuity and finds his comfort zone with Dobson, and Pelik and Pulak get back up to speed, you're still going to have a better defensive group out there than you had last year. That's the freaking point. Maybe. 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 What, were we seventh in the league in goals against last year? Maybe. Are you? No, I said we're going to have better defense. We were, what, seventh in the league in goals against last year. Here's the thing. You let me finish. Maybe. Zidane Char could not skate anymore, and Andy Green was on his last legs. What was the one thing that they did extremely well? They were positionally sound. That was the one thing they were really good at. I watch Romanov. I swear, sometimes I see his head cut off and him just skating around. Too much of that. On a team that thrives on a defensive system, you cannot have that. You can't. (sighs) There's still going to be growing pains with Robin Sowell. There are. There are. I'm glad that he's the starter with Scott Mayfield. Absolutely ecstatic. I just, Romanov to me right now is a wild card. He looks, I mean, and I mean wild, a wild card. Okay. A wild card. Jesus Christ. Um, He can't be in the box all night. He cannot, that cannot happen. He can't be having 250 minutes and penalties, running guys all over the place. Can't do that. I think no matter what, even if Romanov struggles a little bit at the beginning, and you've got a new defenseman in Robin Sallow, I still think they're better defensively than Green and Chara. I cannot tell you how little I thought of Zidane Chara last year. Absolutely miserable. And how little I thought of Andy Green. Just sub whatever I, whatever you had as an expectation and whatever you thought about their about their play, lower it for me. I thought very little of both of them last year. Very little. 
I know it's been documented how little you thought of them, but I think just having even fresh bodies in there fixes the issue. <laughs> having you strapping rollerblades on an ice rink to you, Grumpy, would be better than Zidane Chara back there at that stage of his career. Okay. Again, a legend, Hall of Famer, but at that point, man, freaking awful. You know what I found interesting today? Was that Andy Green has retired from the NHL? He signed a one-day contract with the Devils. No, the Islanders are going to give him like a ceremony. I'm like. Dude, he played 45 years with the Devils. He played what? What, a, a couple of years here. They're going to give him a little ceremony. He played two years with us, right? I'm thinking two and a half years. That's Lamarillo. That's that devil in him. He's got that devil mentality, that jersey mentality. Get out Please of here. Please tell me that's a joke. Not a joke. I'll shoot you the, the link later. He played two. He played. He literally played not even 150 games with us, and we're giving him a ceremony. Yeah, I guess Eric Stahl's getting a ceremony from every damn team he played with over his career based off of how many places he's been. How come this guy? Islanders pay tribute to Andy Green, his defenseman, and that's his retirement. Holy shit. Probably a video. It's got a little video signed next to it. I can send it to you. 100, you 134 games with the Islanders, paying him a video tribute. Here's the thing, Grumpy. How excited are you going to be when you see a Josh Bailey uh, video uh, tribute? Here's <laughs> the thing. I think it's going to be like feelings because he'll be gone, so you'll be happy, but you'll have to pain through that video tribute. It's going to be like uh, there was a, a documentary about, um, and I'm, I'm not saying content-wise, there was a documentary like on uh, like a prisoner of war camp in Nazi Germany. It was like eight and a half hours long back in the day. That's what it's going to be like when Josh Bailey retires. They're going to have this long oh. thing. And it's not like they're going to show him doing anything. They could probably show him in a classroom doing ge geometry exercises or getting juice boxes for the team or cutting up oranges for the team. You know, all that stuff that Josh Bailey does. I don't know how they're going to get that much time on it. But, yeah, that's oh, what's going God to happen. Almighty. I just look at almost every single player on our damn roster is going to get a video tribute if we're just saying like 160-ish games. I mean, hell. Even Devon Taves, he was at 120 no, games. We should give young. Devon Taves one, too. Too you want to know what organizations do that when they give video tributes to guys who play their entire cream? Some loser teams do that. I'm not saying we're a loser team, but that's what loser organizations do. Well, that's that's what I'm kind of joking around for, Grumpy. I'm obviously being sarcastic that we should give video tributes to every single player, Grumpy. I just the threshold, the threshold to honor somebody in the form of a video tribute must be at an all time low for the Islanders organization. Yeah, I don't know, man. Josh but uh, so we talked a little bit about how things can go positive. Let's mention very quickly how things can go negative this year for us, Grumpy, and then we'll we'll get to the ad read and get into the comments because I know there's a few great ones. So let's talk about how things can go negative. Grumpy, I'll let you take this one away. How could things go negatively for us? I'm going to go ahead and use the bathroom, cook some dinner, uh, go ahead and take a shower. I'm going to go ahead and switch the laundry over, maybe get my hair done, maybe get a buzz cut. I don't know. I, I, I should have about two hours. Okay. How can things go worse this year? Lou Lamarillo says that he's going to be just take just be the president of the organization. He's not even going to ask the ownership. He's just saying he's going to do it. And that Fredo Lamarillo is the GM in waiting. That's that could really go really bad quick. That'd be number 1. Um signing who's who's an unrestricted free agent coming up? More of our aged veterans. So you're already looking for next offseason. Oh my god, yes. 
honestly, how could things go wrong during I, this year, I, during I, the season for the franchise? I'm not if, worried about next off. Okay. If everything that I'm afraid of comes to fruition, the like, fact that, that we're a poor skating team and with the modern NHL, we can't keep up. Things could get ugly real fast. If Romanoff cannot adapt his playing style to fit the more defensive structure that Lane Lambert's going to want to implement for the t- or has implemented for the team, if he can't fit in with the group, that can be a problem. Because as much as you hated what Zidane Chara did last year, and he was not great, he couldn't move. He was always in the right place. He just couldn't move. Okay, but if you got, I've seen Romanov running into Dobson on the ice. I've seen him pinching up at inopportune times, leaving Dobson all back there by himself. Dobson should be the guy pinching up, not Romanov. He should be the defensive depart, the defensive defenseman of that group. It Dobson needs to advance his game, and Romanov needs to be part of that by being a steady, reliable partner. Okay, so and how me, else can things go wrong? You mentioned Dob- Romanoff doesn't mix well with Dobson. You mentioned that, hey, we're going to be in a situation where possibly, right, Lamarillo gives his kid, Fredo, the job as general manager. How else can things go wrong for us during the regular season, Grumpy? If our veterans, they don't the older veterans, the lose another step skating-wise. And if Sorokin isn't as good as last year. If Sorokin's not as good as last year. And here's the other one, too. I will knock on wood. You hear me knocking the hell out of this wood. We have been a relatively healthy team True. under Barry Trotz. I would say we've been re- we've had injuries every once in a while. We, okay, Pelic missed some time. He was back after the bubble. He was back. Scott Mayfield broke a foot, but it was towards the tail end of the season when the season was over. We really haven't had a handful of injuries. Some teams go go months without star players. We have never had to endure months without star players. I know Matt Barzal missed a few weeks last year. Brock Nelson, I think, missed a week or so. We didn't go month, a month or months without star players. True. We've only had that once under Barry Trotz, and that was with Anders Lee being out, right? He's the only guy you could say was the closest to a star player that was out for a long-term time period. So things, right, injuries happen, and on an older team, it's just – you're not healthier and you don't your body doesn't bounce back and you don't stay hey man i'm feeling i'm ready to go and skate not only did it just finish finish the game but i'm ready to go run a mile you don't have the same exact energy and vitriol that you had when you were younger when you get older just as you mentioned with the older team grumpy and hopefully anders lee is fully recovered from that knee injury he had 3 years ago May, that's right that could be that could be a plus column put that in the plus column not the minus column grumpy we'll put that in the plus column maybe he's finally recovered or the minus could be well that's just all he is ah but if matt barzell gets injured that's a problem yeah i know he was that's injured for like a few like a week or two last year and people said oh well the record was much better over that time period uh yeah you try to see for- what this team could do over like a, a two or three month stretch of that matt barzell it would be hard to watch asking brock nelson to be the first line center, getting all the attention from the other team's uh, best defensive players would not bode well for the Islanders. We're not good. At, we're not good enough offensively. I think. I think a lot of this season too. I think a good portion of the season's success lies on the shoulders of John Gabriel Pajot. As okay. weird as that sounds, I think he's a guy who last year looked like a shell of what he's been in years past. Whether people claim he was still injured, he was this, he was that, his hand was hurt, I don't care. He didn't look 
he didn't look the same way as what Islander fans fell in love with. We didn't see the same exact energy, compete level, aggression on the puck and away from the puck that we've seen in years past. Do we see Jean-Gabriel Pajot take a bounce back, right? That's a guy who's 29 years old. It's more 30. likely that – oh, he just turned 30. He's 30, yeah. Okay, he just turned 30. It's more likely that he has a bounce back year than 38-year-old Zach Parise or 30, 34, 35-year-old players, right? You know, he's still not too far off of his prime, Jean-Gabriel Pajot. But here's the negative, right? He could just be not the same guy anymore. A smaller guy who's taken a lot of hard miles on his body. Yep. So, you know, there's there's a lot that we're going to find out. And, you know, it's never going to be all in the good column or all in the bad column. But you hope more of those items pop up positive than negative throughout the year. And that's how you find your way into a playoff spot. You can always make an addition of a, of a top-line winger at the deadline if you're in a spot to where you're you're no. in a playoff contention. No, 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 no. No. No, no, no. Don't set your franchise further back by doing some dumb shit like that. You said you no. were big, you were in big favor of trading away the first round pick yesterday, Grumpy. Have you changed Absolutely your mind? Absolutely not. Should never trade away your first round pick. Oh man, never, never, freaking ever. It's a lifeblood of the team. Is there it enables it enables you to do so many things when you hit on first round picks. You can't drive Casper Holmstrom's, but if you draft the right guy, you can't do it. You just can't do it. Don't reach for guy. Just. No, 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 no. <laughs> have you? Do you have anything else to weigh in on the subject, Grumpy? I know, right? Our thought process is we're probably going to be on the outside looking in. I know we gave a range, or I know, I guess last podcast we gave the the spots of where we think the Islanders are going to finish. I had the Islanders what in fifth. I don't know where you had them. I think I had them in fifth. Okay. I had I had the Penguins top three. I know I had I had uh, Carolina. Um, Penguins, Rangers. Rangers, Rangers looked mighty good yesterday. Um, and I, I think I might've had the Islanders fourth and then Washington fifth. Um, I don't know if that's the hard talking or the brain talking. It's the hard talking. Yeah. That's kind I of, want, I want the Islanders to be good. I want them to make the, I want them to be good. Right. You know, my brain tells me, no, it's not happening, but I want them to be good. I'm not delusional like everybody was last year. I didn't think we were making playoffs last year. But this year, I, I just like what I saw in the preseason. A little bit more more energized Matt Barzal. Um, I, what I've seen from Kiefer Bellows. But, you know, the coach, I always say players win games, coaches lose them. If you want to go back with the old war horses and keep the Kiefer Bellows and the Shushnikovs on the bench to play some of those, you know, your Matt Martins and your Casey Zizekas and your Cal Clutterbucks, well, then you kind of make your own bed. I mean, I, I for me, it was a very salient point you made on J.G. Pajot, though. He still does not look like the same guy he was when we first got him. I think he's not a guy you really expect a lot from, but he's he's one of those guys who's an unsung hero for this team, and the, the role that he serves is extremely important. And it's because of the system that we play. Because if we didn't, you know, we don't have to be a team that's as reliant upon our third line center to be as productive as he is. But the system that we play, we don't have enough top end talent on our top two lines. So we have to have guys on our third line who produce. When I see you smirk, I'm thinking you've seen, you know, something I don't know. I don't, I have the ad up. So oh. I'm not looking at anything right okay. now. Okay. I, I just, when I see you do that little smile when you're talking, it's like, oh, he knows something I don't know. I'm, 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 the thing I know is, holy shit! The entire offseason, we have talked about we are this this show 
for a year and a half has been talking, or I would even say for almost a full calendar year, has been talking about this team needs to restructure. This team is in trouble if we continue on this path. People have been saying, no, you're crazy. This is a situation where it's a one-off. Last year was an aberration. Don't worry about it. We're going to be back. We've got to roll the dice. We owe it to the guys. And we're going to find out now. <laughs> you know what I mean? All, that, all, all the back and forth, everybody calling us crazy. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. We're going to find out real quick. I, I find that laughable when people say you owe it to the guys. You don't owe anything to the players. You want to know, you know all, the only thing you owe the, pay, the players is their paycheck every two weeks or other soon they get it. That's all you owe to the players. They're supposed to perform. You pay the money. You don't owe running them back. It's ridiculous. Stupidest thing. Never works, by the way. Never freaking works. Run it back. I hate that saying. Run it back. That came with. How does it even? Okay. Here's another thing, too, I want to say. How does running it back work for any team in professional sport? Let's say you're the best team. You're the best team in the entire freaking league. Let's run it back without any significant changes to the team. It doesn't work. Even never, when you never. win the Super Bowl, you win the Stanley Cup, you win anything. This the World Series. Let's run it back and not change anything up. You're not going to win. Every other team, as you were sitting on your hands trying to secure the, the pieces that you currently had and make sure they don't leave, all those other teams out there in the market are getting better. And you're staying at best the same, if and not slightly regressing. And, and we're running it back with this team. Okay, here's my here's my projection. I've talked myself my into my brain mode, right? I've got on top Carolina, number two, the Rangers, number three, Pittsburgh, number four, Washington, number five, the Islanders, number six, Detroit, or I'm sorry, number six, the Devils, number seven, I've got Columbus, number eight, I've got the Flyers. So I've got us in fifth. Okay. All right. You seem a little angry. Let's run it back. No. <laughs> I just find it funny how, you know, run it back. Should you not win something before you run it back? That shit. I, when I said that, I'm like, no. I, as soon as I said that, and I think about how many people are like, oh, we owe it to the team. We, we need to run it back. We need to. This team is virtually the same exact team that we had two years ago. We had last year. And we had three years ago. Four years ago, almost. Oh, it's been a little bit of a change, but not a lot. I mean, this how, is, many, you know, how many players are different? Four. After the first year, after the first year when Varlamov came in, how many guys have really changed up on this team? Salo. Romanov. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it's the first year, technically Sorokin, because he wasn't with us the first year on the trots. That okay. was Leonard and so Sorokin and Varlamov. But the next year was was Varlamov and Sorokin. That's why yeah. I let. That's why I said four years. This is okay. Lou's fifth year. Okay, that would have been. Goaltending yeah. is the same. Yeah. Uh, Romanov's a new defenseman. Salo's a Dobson, new defenseman. Dobson's up there in the NHL. We no Dobson. longer have Nick Letty. Dobson was Dobson. up in the NHL then too. Okay, but now he's in a full-time role. Yeah, but he was still with the team. So well, Johnny Boychuk is no longer with the team. Right. It's Salo and Romanov. Those are two guys. Letty is gone. Right. Um, and uh, Boychuk is gone. What well, Boychuk was gone. Okay. Long story short, there's not been a whole lot of change in four years on this team. Yeah, that's why the run-it-back scenario just kind of like, I my brain is telling me absolutely not. I just hate the back scenario never works. Ever. I just hate the phrase run it back. It's just stupid. You know what it sounds like? Somebody who pro- produces a hype video just put, comes up with the saying, run it back. It's just stupid. I want to run back that first hype video. Run it back, Isles Territory. I want to see it again. Run it back.
Man, but let's let's get to an ad so we could stay tra- somewhat on 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 okay. on target for today's episode. Uh, there's a lot of comments, I'm sure, as you can imagine. So I'm not sure we'll get to every one of them. But um, hockey fans, it's finally time to hit the ice again. And thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. You're in for a season of a lifetime. New customers can bet five dollars on any team and get two hundred dollars in free bets if they win. Um, and, you know, if that's not enough excitement, you can turn small bets into even bigger payouts with same game parlays. Like, for example, you could say, I think a Josh Bailey is going to score a power play goal. Sorokin's going to get a shutout. The Islanders are going to win a game and much, much more. Combined multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored uh, and have a shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure and reliable, and you can deposit withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code THPN and bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Again, that's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes um, for additional details. Yeah, nice ad read there, TJ. Pretty impressive. Yeah. If you want to get through the I comments. Love how, I love how you can't even like get something like nonchalant where it's like you have like something. As I'm like going through the ad read, what are you thinking of? What are you usually doing, Grumpy? You usually don't have anything else you want to add in after that where it's like you just got a minute and a half break. What do you want to add in? I usually think I've been carrying the show for the first hour plus. Oh, as, soon as, he's, as soon as he finished talking. I'll just do the comments because I figured if you want to get through the comments quick, I'll just do them because I can get them. They read properly. First of all, I saw that Stefan put out the possible first game starters looks meh, but what can you do? At least bellows is playing. Now I don't know what uh, he put out there, but I think it was uh, same or similar. Okay. Um, I'll pull up that Frank from empire state. Control says, Hey, how you doing? Frank Scott Levis says, Hey guys, how you doing? Scott pleasure to see you. Matt D Barnito says, Wally not in the opening night? Is a trade coming? No. He doesn't deserve to be in the opening night lineup because he hasn't played. Actually, he hasn't played the first two preseason games, been injured the rest of the time, does not deserve to be in the opening night roster. We're not even going to talk about the other guys who don't deserve to be in there based on their play. Next. Dugar says, good hold evening, on, Jesus what? fucking Christ. Can you not relax and calm down? You're like, <laughs> you're grumpy. By the way, they're reading. In 10 minutes, you're going to be having to go through five of your purple drinks. I mean, I, I'll let you read it and go at your pace, but man, Grumpy, get, I feel Dugar like I'm says, Dugar says, hey, we got to get, get through these comments, DJ. I got time for your nonsense. Dugar says, good evening, gents. Glad I'm back after a weekend of COVID. Hopefully you're feeling better, Doug. Uh, best medicine would be an Islanders win tomorrow. Well, let's look at the second biggest cure that you could possibly have. Next mm. comment, please. D-cut, David Cutler, alias D-cut from... Isles Misery Rated R. That fantastic Facebook group says, Sup, boys. What's up, D Cut? Hold on a second. I've got the lineups that Stefan posted. Okay. So I'll let you look at that, Grumpy. Nelson, but why is that the first line? Holy shit. Ugh. Okay. Well, yeah, that's pretty much what we said it was going to be, right? I was about to say, this is exactly what we it went up. It doesn't take rocket science. To figure out that's what they were going to do. Yep. And when Cal Clutterbuck comes back, take him off the list. In all off in all season, it's going to be Bellos and Wallstrom fighting for a spot. See, then you're just your team will not get better. Your team will not get better. It's a good way to stunt both of their growth as well. Yeah. 
Bellows deserves to be an everyday player, period. Scott Levy says, looks like Bailey would be on the third line at least. That is what all the line projections look like and from the practice reports. And that's what he did in the, the preseason. No problem with that at all. Bailey's looked better than he has probably since he was in Pee Wee's. I was about to say, he looked better out there, better to keep him on the third line. I agree. Doug R says, I'm watching the Montreal-Toronto game, and the building in Montreal is not full at all. Wonder why. That surprises me. I don't know. Well, when the team when the team loses games like that and they're a bad, bad team, tough it's, for them to be in there. It's, it's tough still, to keep them buy tickets. It's still opening night in Montreal. You're already having to chug down that purple drink because you're reading too quick, Grumpy. Slow your horses, partner. Okay. Drew L says, for TJ, there's always a shame in his game because he's never the same. Ah. Oh, man. Wade Flaherty Grumpy's got one for you. I work at Eisenhower Park where the Islanders practice. This afternoon while walking to my car, I witnessed Andrew Gross going through garbage cans looking for bottles. He wasn't <laughs> even wearing gloves. It could have been worse. I was going to say he was doing something else, which was even more inappropriate. Um, I'm glad I'm glad you didn't talk about that. So I didn't. Drew, I did not. I did not. I don't know Andrew Gross. So. Drew said, I, TJ, I sent you something on Instagram. Apparent, Matt Bar, apparently, Matt Barzal said the Islanders need to adapt. I'm not sure what it means, uh, reiterating what Grumpy said. That's oh, probably what it Instagram. is. So let's check here. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll let you move along with the comments. That's fine. Next, D-cut. Fire, fire TJ, hire D-cut. That's a common refrain. Rob G says, hello, all Islander fans. Go Isles. Matthew S says, good evening, gentlemen. Frank K says, Isles are playing Saturday, too. We're going to be. I hate when you do this shit, dude. You read the comments like that. It pisses me off to no end. I don't it care. It pisses me off. It doesn't matter. Drew L says, no podcast on Saturday. Breaking news. Islanders fire Lou Lamarillo. TJ, oh, damn. Should have brought my camera equipment. Grumpy, I'm going to let you know something, man. You're not oh. going to have a bone to pick. I'm going to have a bone to pick with you. Frank Empire. says, Frank says, yo, yo, Rob, go Islanders. And yes, we are winning tomorrow. Frank says, hire Phil's facts. There it is. Phil's facts is being brought in on full retainer there. Even Green Bay Packer fan, Milwaukee Admirals fan says, can I just say that it feels so good to be back, even though the NHL season technically started with my Predators caging the Sharks in back-to-back -back games. Happy to see what this season holds. Then Steven adds up going to on the topic of fan fights. You know, it's bad when players get involved, especially when the Rob Ray incident where he landed 15 strong ones on a fan who jumped on the ice. Hey, you get what you get. Don't, don't do get, it. Fans. Don't, it up. don't get in the field to play. No one is paying their ticket or TV rights to watch you get on the ice. You get on the field to take a beating, even though it is fun to watch. It's fun for you and I to watch. I and if you witness a fan fight, let's say they go on the ice. Let's say there's even a fight that's in the stands. Please, please, please flip your camera to portrait or flip your camera to landscape mode, not portrait mode. Don't be recording like this. Flip it to records like this. So everybody gets the full view. I don't need to see what's going on in the freaking nosebleeds. I want to see what's going on with the fight. Yeah, Coppola. Get the shit straight. Pac-Man oh. says, did anyone notice the team started 5-2-2 two, and two to begin the season last year? Sorokin started all the games. A losing streak started when Trotz, that hack, forced Varley in, uh, who clearly wasn't recovered from his injury. Yes, now Trotz's failure is complete. We didn't start off 5-2-2 two, and two last year. I don't think so either, but hey, that's okay. Maybe the first 
eight, maybe that was the first nine game stroke. Sorokin's win percentage for the games he, I mean, think about how bad the team was last year. Sorokin's winning percentage was actually really good, Grumpy. I was trying to think here. I, I was looking at it earlier, but I mean, like for a team that had for a team that had a losing record and by a comfortable margin, Sorokin last year was God. This stupid ad. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Give me a sec. I think he had like 24 wins last year. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I could tell you it wasn't like 50. 20, we didn't win that many games. I didn't say it was 50. Um, but yeah, when you're looking at his production last year, uh, 26 wins, 18 losses, eight overtime losses. Like, I, I mean, like well into a winning record, even when you count in the losing, the, the losses that we had. Think about that. Our team had a winning record every single time we had Sorokin in that. Where did the fault lie? You figure out the common denominator. It wasn't Sorokin. There's one goalie who had a lot more losses and wins on our team, and it's the goalie who you think is a really solid number two, better than Swain. I think as a back, he's a fine backup. I think he's fine as a backup. He shouldn't be getting as many games as he gets, but he's a fine backup. Mm. The Wicked 50 Cal says, I loved your stream with Stefan Rosner. Would love it if you could get him on again. He is, in the Wicked 50 Cal's opinion, the best reporter on the Islanders beat. There you go. I agree with in. that too. Give you a little pat on the back. I I agree with that too. Wicked fifty cal. We really enjoyed having Stefan on, and and he was in a situation where I again I, I I respect what he does and I like what he puts out there. Tommy B says good evening, gents. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? Um, Drew L says well, why is Barry in the video? We must really hate him now. I guess I didn't do a good job explaining that. Yeah. Um, Stephen S. Grumpy. Heck, even the refs have to know that to truck fans on the ice, but I highly recommend look up that video. That ref checked the fan from behind. Should it be a two and ten penalty for checking from behind? Okay. Andrew L said, um, LOL. Okay. This was <laughs> so, not released by sorry. the Islanders. Did I say this was released by the Islanders? Yes, you did. <laughs> Guys, this is a fan made video. I know Thank it was you. a fan made video. Well, you oh. didn't make that clear at all. He really believes everything he sees. Jesus. <laughs> What's up, Brian B? How are you? My brother um, from another mother. Oh, man. Oh, man. Mookie Betzer says, are we getting any 80s Grumpy's pictures tonight? No, no, not today. Grumpy, why are you not getting on that? What the hell are you doing at your house? You're just sticking around all day? You're getting those pictures. You're pulling those pictures up. No, I've been doing other things. What you been doing? Work. What you, you're not working. You're retired. What are you working at? Working around the house. I got a lot of things to do. What are you doing? Don't you worry about it. Get to the next comment. Ah, uh, yeah, we yeah. We got a lot yeah. of comments. We got a lot of comments to get through. I'm gonna have to talk with the warden. She'll get right on your ass, Grumpy. The warden's gonna lock down, lock down further on the grumpy old man. Uh, that movie reminds me of the movie Soylent Green. I couldn't tell you what the hell that is. <laughs> All right, uh, it's where Charlton Heston starred in the movie with Edward G. Robinson. Maybe the last movie he ever made. Um, Edward G. Robinson. That is where. Uh, there was a population explosion and the earth could not produce enough food. So the, what they were doing is taking dead people and turning them into these little green wafers, soil and green. So you were eating dead people. How do they taste? That's a big question. Were the wafers yummy? I, I don't know. They never said if it was good or not. Um, but let's just say that uh, that's what that video reminded them of. Tommy B says, breaking news that Frank K is suing Isles Territory for the rights of, to the music. Oh, that's right. See, that's one thing I thought is like, man, 
Rob G says, come on, grumpy. Be nice, my friend. Yeah, that's what I I'm love saying. you, Rob. Don't worry about it. Nick Persuada. I don't know how to pronounce that name. How do you pronounce the last name? Nick P. Produced that video. <laughs> He's a good guy. <laughs> He's a good guy. I, I'm sorry. I can't pronounce your last name, Nick. I apologize. I can't pronounce anybody's last name, though, so don't worry about it. Scott L. says the Islanders video is released at 8 p.m. It's true. And Mario says the scene where they play the movie that showed what Earth used, used to, to be like. God. Oh, man, man. His videos are usually really good. I liked it too, Matthew, but apparently Grumpy didn't. Doug R said there's a 50 second video there. Uh, from you the know what it reminded me of? You want to know what it reminded me of? The movie Scrooged with Bill Murray when they were showing, oh, the beloved holiday classic, you know, A Christmas Carol. And then they showed the version that Bill Murray puts out. <laughs> you have to see this. The planet explodes. Everything blows up. <laughs> you got to see it. If you don't, you're going to die. Something like that. It, that's kind of what it reminds me. That's, that's what I did, Grumpy, is what you're saying? <laughs> Kid gracious. No, that's what this video reminds everyone of. Oh, yeah. I did uh, say sure, it. Don't, don't forget this one. TJ, you did say the Islanders released this. Thank you. Dave C says, TJ, you made it seem like it was made by the Islanders. I agree. I agree, Grump. Way to blow it, TJ. God damn it. Mookie Betzer says, I, I'm picturing 80s grump, mullet, yes. Mustache, yes. Gold gym muscle tank, absolutely. Baggy hammer pants, no, I did wear parachute pants, though. Listening to WCBS FM. No, I, I don't think I listen to CBS. I listen to um, uh, PLJ, BAB. Um, but yeah, other than that, he's pretty accurate. Good one. Good one, Mookie. Scott L said, off to a great start. Oscar, Oscar and Felix. Felix. I wonder who's Oscar and who's Felix. I don't know what the hell Oscar and Felix is. Oh, what a freaking loser. The odd couple. Oscar was you like. saying the odd couple. What the hell is the odd couple? It was. Okay. First of all, it was originally a Neil Simon play on Broadway. Turned into a movie starring uh, Walter Matthau as Oscar and uh, Jack Lemon as Felix, and then it became a television show, I believe, for five seasons on ABC, starring uh, Jack Klugman as Oscar and Tony Randall as Felix. Oscar was a slob. Felix was like a neat freak, and they lived together. The music... There we go. That's that. It's, it's, it's a guy from, from the bad movie. News. It's a guy from Bad News Bears. That's right. The guy from Bad News Bears, Walter Matthau. Correct. He and Jack Lemon did a number of movies together. Uh, the Fortune Cookie. Um, I mean, just a lot of good ones. And he actually won Academy Award, I believe, for that. So, mm. front page. I think they run together. Yeah. The Islanders, ugh, Tommy Baffy, your friend. One of TJ's gadflies. Uh, the Islanders released one an hour. Uh, can you not read? Can you not read, Grumpy? No, I'm actually reading. He can't write an no. hour of Josh Bailey Heights just to piss me off. I don't think they could even come up with that much. It'd probably be like an endless loop. <laughs> like in the movie Speed. They were in a 30-second highlight clip, and they just ran it over and over again. Stephen S. says, whoever created that video should have used Hell's Bells for the music. What if it's so much better with a team called the Islanders, after all? Mm. Yeah, it makes sense, yeah. Doug R. says, the vid from Islanders territory was meh. 
The other one from New York Islanders is shorter and better. Thank you, Doug. Next comment. Matthew S. says, TJ, always cite your references correctly. Then I think he's doing a shake his head thing. Uh-huh. Mark A. says, the Rangers look good. They did. I hate to admit it. Rob G. says, I'll tell you, the Islanders have a really sharp team. They're going to be hard to beat this year. Have confidence. That's all That's all they need. I'll tell you what. Rob is fan of the year so far, without a doubt. Rob, I think the positivity will always be fan of absolutely positivity. Rob's great. I'm a little bit intimidated by his dog, though. Uh, D cut says millennials. I think he's talking about you, TJ. Do you you really think he's talking about me? I I just gonna, I think he's talking about you, TJ. Okay, next comment. Okay, next. God, I hate when you take that approach. Brian J says this is gonna be a king season, ladies. I don't know what you meant to say long season. Long season there, okay. Let's go, Yankees, says Coach Tommy B. Uh, Marv Williams says, trots in black and white like Wizard of Oz. Say, look at Marv, man. That's a sharp-looking picture. I like that. Tony, Tony G-, G says, I can't wait for TJ to accidentally show us his hentai videos. <laughs> I do, okay. I don't know when I don't watch that. Who the hell downloads stuff like that, too? My God. Um, Tony G yeah. does. That's Jesus. Uh, check his basement. Check his crawl space. That's what that his is. His crawl space. Check right. Jesus crawl space for his hidden hentai videos. Scott <laughs> <laughs> uh, L. Grumpy. Oh, there's the chin. There's the chin. Oh, D-Cut saying this podcast may go four hours at this I guarantee rate. if I'm reading the videos, if I'm reading the comments, it will not go four hours. Um, Tommy Baffy says we need a grumpy old man hype video with the Beatles song when I'm 64. There it is, grumpy. Close uh, that. You didn't think I knew that song, did you? Uh, John P. Volpe says Bailey should be the only one in the video. Ugh, he's God. the goat. He's got like a belt. He's won something there, grumpy. It's, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a, it looks like the World Series poker, but maybe he won a fishing tournament. Maybe he was, John happens to know the people that were shoving those metal, metal, metal balls down those fish in order to get heavier fish. They are, they're having a big, they, like, they're bringing him up on federal charges. No shit. That. Because they, st- dude, they, they stole, they, they stole hundreds of thousands of dollars. You by don't it. know that. You don't know that. Potentially not- stole hundreds of thousands of you dollars. Prove it. Prove it. Prove it. Tom, they go ahead and get a whole bunch of prove it. Prove that all these other fishing contests, those guys were filling them up with lead. Maybe they just shoot the damn fish. Maybe, maybe that's what happened. Maybe they were filling lead because they weren't they weren't fishing with reels. They were how many how many one pound lead projectiles or metal? They were shooting cannonballs at them. I don't know. All I know is they caught a shitload of fish. It didn't pierce the skin of the fish at all, the scales, but it just happened. Boom! There you go. Open it up. Musket. They were shooting with muskets. Oh, that's Ooh, smoke. Oh, man. Andrew says, man, TJ's taste is anything, if anything, in anything, is crazy. That second video was so much nicer. Yeah. I think he does that just on purpose, just to piss me off. John Volpe also says, was John Spano in the video? No, He should have been. If not. Josh Bailey was in it, John Spano should have been in it as well. Bailey should have his own video. Marv Williams, they're on to something, Grumpy. I think Bailey should have his own video. I agree with you, Marv. Grumpy, I think, would like that, too. He's going to have his own video in seven days. You know they're going to do it. I'm going to make sure I'm not watching pregame. because I, We cannot do that game live. Absolutely not. Because I, I don't want have a, to just because of that day. I think I'll have a damn aneurysm. Mm. Well, maybe, uh, we should just, maybe we should just video 
the uh, our reactions to the Bailey thing and just post that. I just need to have I need to have the warden video you, but I need to let her know without letting you know, so she's able to do it and just get your actual reaction. Rob says you're killing me. Poor Josh Bailey. Poor Josh Bailey. What can I say, Tony? TJ is cultured. Oh man, I mean. That means TJ and Zach Efron have something in common. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> no, no. Shushnikov. Shushnikov, Sashnikov. I don't know. I see it spelled a whole bunch of different ways phonetically. Tony Chi says, Drew seems like the guy who watches mukbang videos. Grumpy, you know what a mukbang video is? I do not know what mukbang. I'm telling you, it's probably. <laughs> Tell I me what you think a mukbang video is. Mm, I see bang is in it. Mucks. I'm gonna say maybe people who roll around and bang in the mud. I don't know. Muck banging. I don't know. <laughs> Muck after the Pokemon. Muck the Pokemon. Bang having sex. Is that how you got to that? You know, like how some people do that to to, to derive what, how do you spell the word? Muck is Pokemon. Muck is a Pokemon. Yeah. I think muck is like you know you mucking about. Muck. Yeah, mucking about. That's what they say over there. You came mucking about. Yeah, anyway, but no, a mukbang video is like where people go ahead and gorge themselves with what's the equivalent of like maybe a meal for 10 people and they eat it all in one sitting. Ooh. So like, yeah, it's like disgusting. We'll be like, I just ordered the entire McDonald's menu and they'll eat the entire McDonald's menu in front of a video camera. And people like watch like watching that shit. It's disgusting. Is it like guys eating six hot dogs? People will like, ugh, dude, the nasty shit is when they have the seafood and they're dipping in the butter and you see them go, and I'm just like, <laughs> dude, it's just so much food. I'm just like, I'm going to puke. It figures you, you know about, it figures, it figures you of anyone would know anything about eating videos. Why am I not surprised? Oh, it's a culture that? thing. It's a culture I never heard thing. Of it. I never even heard of it. It sounds stupid to me. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'm going to get one for you, Grumpy. No, so just go something. to the next comment. No, this is something oh, we, we have got things to do. Uh, this is when we have to go ahead and show. Oh, here we go, Grumpy. This is going to get on. Jesus the Christ. Okay, here's the thing. What usually indicates a good mukbang video, too, is when I can't le read any of the language on the <laughs> on the description as well, because I know it's in another language. Um, when you could see the title, what do you think that title means? It looks like a duck. Glazed mini donut with strawberry cream cake mukbang. Oh, well, I'll let you watch what this is. Who would figure we go down this little rabbit hole? But I figure since we're on the topic here, um, this looks oh like it's made up. It's a cartoon. So this that is was, what he does. He this is looks going like to you, eat. DJ. <laughs> it's a donut. I'm about you to fucking that shit all the time. That's you on a net. That's you every night. I don't know who the hell you think you're kidding. I'm eating. Grumpy, do you see how many dozens of donuts? He's got two dozen donuts. Like I said. I, in a that's cake. You every night. That's oh, you every night. Stop. Look at that kid. He got that whole damn donut in there. He don't even need a fork or anything. Like, listen to this shit. Oh, my God. And it's like the people like the volume. Yeah, but here's the thing. If you notice, they, don't sh they shoot at different angles all the time. See what I mean? They're shooting at a different angle, so you don't know what's really going on. What do you think's going on, Grumpy? I have no idea. You think he's eating that? He's dressed up like that? He doesn't I have no idea. Okay, I've seen enough. I've seen enough. I've seen enough. Grumpy, now are you happy that you know what a mukbang is? I've already forgotten what it means. Oh, uh, stop. John Volpe said, would have been nice to give Ratu a chance to stay up. Absolutely. Deserved it. Matt S says TJ again displaying a second grade reading level. I do what I can. 
Tommy B says, teaching the grumpy old man to announce the first ever 24-hour show. How many bathroom breaks for TJ? 48. Not every half. Uh, Scott L says, 10 bathroom breaks. Matthew S said, and four tampons. Oh, wow, there okay. it is. Scott L said, yes, but grumpy screwed up also. He did screw up. Thank you very much, Scott. It's possible. Brian P says, it's never a shock. Um, it's never a shock. This is the same <laughs> roster. What? Since I was in the first grade and I'm 48. And he's 48. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, man. Oh, man. Pony Burkhardt says, boys, boys, boys. TJ, I get no credit for putting you onto NYI hockey. Now, you did. You did put us onto that. You did. You're one of the many there. You were one of like two or three. So, yes, you did, Pony Burkhardt. Absolutely. I can't remember if we gave credit to that, but you did definitely. Decut says, grumpy old man. Is going to need a colostomy bag when Wallstrom gets sent to Bridgeport when Clutterbuck is activated from the IR. Tell me I can't tell me you can't see that happening. Yikes. Yikes. Goon goon grumpy. I'm very anxious with anticipation regarding tomorrow night. Can you suggest what I can do to settle my nerves? Um, yeah, drink heavily. You'll <laughs> probably pass out before then, and you'll be all right. When does he need to start drinking, Grumpy? Get specific. And what is what is what does his drink of choice need to be? Anything that gets him plastered. Um, I think he should probably start tomorrow on two in the afternoon. Tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Uh yeah, Goon Goon. Starting two tomorrow in the afternoon, uh, a handle of Sailor Jerry's. That will put you in a good mood and you'll be puking by the time the game starts. And watch um, Sailor Moon videos. <laughs> Sailor Moon. And Matt S says it's shush, not sosh. Not, not shush, shush. It's shush, shush, shush. Shush. Sosh. Shush. 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 Oh my god. <laughs> Soshnikov. It's Soshnikov. Shush. Brian P. Grumpy. Get back to reading. Clutterbuck. Work. Great guys, great warriors, but they shouldn't have starting spots in the NHL anymore. That's true. Um Tommy Baffy says, I'm happy to announce my nephew Carson will be in section 105 tomorrow night as Captain Anders Lee's special guest. That's our captain and FU Cancer. I, I don't know if that's. Yeah, do you remember Carson? Carson. No, I, I do that. I don't know what FU, if it's what that stands for. Cancer. Um, and here's the whole thing I suggest that Carson says to average, it says, I heard that you're average. Is that correct? He probably would that. smile. He would have an eerier smile on his face. You've been wide listening to that TJ and the grumpy old man, haven't you? No, it's it's great though. Andersley did that though. It really is. He's a, um, he's a nice guy. I'm not putting he's, a great guy. I just, he's just not a great hockey player. Yep. Nothing to do, nothing to do with the guys as people. Absolutely not. Great, great people. Absolutely. Love to hear that too, Coach Tommy B. Frank Thanks. says, Grumpy old man, they'll they'll be better cause a new, more aggressive and offensive system. And you're assuming Lane won't bench the Deadwood. I bet he does. We're going to find out. If he's playing Matt Martin on opening night, that's a harbinger of bad things to come. Stephen S. says, I'm, next comment. Stephen S. says, I'm just throwing this out there, but is it me or does the L.A. Chargers logo look like a toenail that's been shaped into a lightning bolt? If I'm the Chargers, just go back to the Dragon logo. Um They've it's never had a dragon logo. It was a horse. And that's why a, they have that. That's why they've got little horses. Their mascot. Yeah. Little and it's, here's the thing. The reason why it's curved like a toenail is because that's the shape of the helmet. Mm. Great uniforms for the Chargers. 
Frank K says Martin can't skate anymore. It's been the case for a while. Tony Curtis says, Stefan Rosner is definitely going to lose his press pass for coming on this show. His reaction to Grump asking if Josh Bailey's mommy brings him a juice box along with the border, the boards, the boards uh, during practice was priceless. He knew not to respond to certain things, but I know, I know what it means. It's all right. Oh, man. Tommy Baffy says, Islanders named Frank Kaplan in charge of all third jerseys to be made and designed in China. Okay. China. Honeberg Curtis also said, I didn't realize Stefan Rosner was from my town, Belmore. He's a little younger than me, uh, but we went to my, he went to the same high school. I feel like um, <laughs> he might have had, had a brother in my grade or something. Donald Rosner is his brother, the owner of the Blue Line Deli. Um, Scott L says, oh, my God, it's Shushnikov, not Sashnikov. That's for you, DJ. I think it's Shush. for you, Grumpy. Shushnikov. Oh, man. Class act kid. Um, I got to tell you, he's got a bright and proud future ahead of him. Um, the kid's living a dream, hanging with the pros at a young age. People would kill for his job. He does a great job at it. Absolutely. He should watch out. Why? The boy's trying to say he could get whacked. Oh, no. Take his job. Oh, gosh. Absolutely. Be careful. Doug R said, just wait until next year. The centers are Barzal. Bardar. <laughs> Atu Ratu and Brock Nelson. Good times. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, D-Cut. Shush. Played fourth line in Toronto. Guy has some speed, some feistiness, could kill penalties. That's what the modern-day fourth liners look like. Exactly. Absolutely. And you know what you have to do? You don't have to pay him dungats. Nothing. Yeah. Nick D says, TJ and Grumpy, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing great. I love the new logo for Nick D. Because now we're in regular season mode, teams are going to love to play against us because the same lineups as usual. Ooh, that's a little gallows humor there. Ponyboy Curtis says, Grump, who do you like better, Josh Bailey or Josh Allen? Who's tougher? Who had more grit? That's not even, uh, that's just ridiculous. Josh Allen, please. I feel like anyone named Josh is just soft. Oh, actually, I know a lot of guys named Josh and they are soft. Josh Allen is not that way. He looks soft if you look at his face. But he's yeah. not soft. It's a soft serve name, Carvel Ice Cream. Matthew S said, Grumpy old man, you're incorrect too on pronunciation. Okay. Grade reading level, much grumpy. Actually, I think mine is fourth grade. Okay. Okay. People are laughing at the 38th special, Grumpy. Yeah. Um, Rob says, You're so right, Grumpy. Structure number one. Yep. Nick D. Grump, let's see what happens 10 to 15 games in. Hopefully Lane changes the lineup at that time. It, you can't wait 15 games. You can't wait almost a quarter of the season. Cannot do it. No, Brian, uh, Brian New York, I think this is the first time we've seen him. No size on the top line. Is that not a concern? Um, if the guys can skate really well, no. That's the way the modern NHL is. The fact is, with the exception of Barzal, I don't think we're a great skating line on the first one. Well, not a great skating line. Is that what you're saying? Yes. First line. Not great skating line. Oh, uh, my God. The Montreal Canadiens beat the Toronto Maple Leafs 4-3. to three. Who gives a shit, Grumpy? I like to keep people informed. I know. You can't, you, can't, you can't bear to, they can't bear to they keep yourself glued off the phone. Tommy Baffy says, Islanders will finish third in the Metro. I, I don't think so. That's a big ass, but I mean that's that's best case scenario. I think is third place. I think fourth place realistically is probably best case scenario. We squeak into the playoffs. 
Grumpy Old Man is younger than Chara. I am. I I, I act a lot younger than Chara does. Mm. Like chronologically, he's younger than I am. Brian NY says no one touches Barzell. He shouldn't have. But he shouldn't have an enforcer with him. But shouldn't he have an enforcer with him? Not in today's NHL. It's not needed. Brian P says, yeah, the Islanders re-sign these guys over and over. 76 years ago, the best four.